This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. The podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That voice over there with, I think, a little Irish pizza? It says, I wish I had a pizza. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like... Peronis. They're shamrocks? Really float. Yeah, shamrocks. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the pepperonis are shamrocks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That little sassy Irish lady over there. The, my, the pizza of my eye um, is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Sarah's hiding her St. Patty's Day surprise from me, but she nonetheless is my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see my St. Patrick's Day surprise for you? Hell, yeah. So... um when oh nice when Penn State played at Croke Park in Dublin um we in 2014 my whole family went over um so for those of you who don't know including Christina I don't think you know anything about me and Penn State I don't think so but, you, you know, have, tell, tell all our listeners who don't know what's up. You might have noticed my giant uh, water cup always is a Penn State cup. Um, mm. I have, like, all these 32-ounce Penn State water cups that I drink out of constantly. Um, people ask about it all the time. But uh, I don't think we've ever talked about it. So I did not go to Penn State. I went to University of Maryland. Um, they are now in the same – uh, division. They were not when I went. And my dad played for Penn State. So um, mm. he played on Joe Paterno's first team. So um, we grew up as Penn State fans. And I love Maryland, but I will be a Penn State fan first because that's, you know, what I grew up on. And I- mm, Your roots. Yeah. I developed mm. my Maryland relationship in college. So, um, so I have my scarf that you get um, when you go to- a game, uh, a football game, like a, well, sorry, at a, not an American, American football game, football. like a real, a real football game. If you go to a real, like a soccer game, you get these. Um, so we have yeah. these for like France and because um, Philippe's a France fan. Um, yeah, so Yay! that's how we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day today. Yay! I love it. So my T-shirt story is definitely different than your scar story. <laughs> Yours is more laughing with gingers appropriate. Yeah. Well, so is the story of how this shirt found me. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, so one day me and my roommate were walking to the car and on the back bumper of my car was this wadded up t-shirt, little kid's t-shirt. And it wasn't anywhere near St. Patrick's Day. I want to say it was like, I don't even know, November or something. And this shirt, I, I pulled it out. I'm like, what is this crumpled up shirt? And I opened it up and it says, I wish I had a pizza. <laughs> and I started cracking up. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm keeping this shirt. I don't know where it came from, but I'm keeping it. But then I tried to put it on, but it's a little kid shirt. So, like, my arms wouldn't go through the holes. <laughs> So I 
just cut it up. You can see I cut I cut the arms and I cut the neck holes so then it fits. <laughs> it's a little crop toppy, but like that's okay. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so I've no idea where that on your bumper. I don't know, but it was someone who knew I needed it in my life. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of jealous of it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, (laughs) it was just the weirdest thing. But anyway, happy St. Patrick's Day! Happy St. Patrick's Day! Are you all ready for some St. Patrick's Day fun? Yes, I am definitely fun. Uh, fun. I'm definitely fun. <laughs> you are fun too. That is accurate. <laughs> well, I started reading what I brought and it's fun facts. And I think in my brain, like I, like I said out loud what I was reading, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. Of course you did. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So I brought – um, facts about Ireland, and I'm going to quiz you. Okay. I'm ready to probably not do very good. <laughs> oh, um, God. Do you want to start or should I? Well, so here's what I brought. I brought some fun facts about the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about Mill Ends Park in Portland, Sarah? I have not. It's not only the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland, it's also the world's smallest leprechaun colony in the oh, world. Wait, I might know what you're talking about. Is it like an actual like staged leprechaun area where there are like little houses and things? Um, why don't I just like, you know, slowly deliver you all the facts as we move through this podcast today. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, man. But like kick us off with, with a, um, a quiz, quiz question. Um, Christina. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Where does St. Patrick's Day come from? Um, uh, the patron of Saint the Saint Patrick's guy <laughs> that yes priest priest Saint Patrick the patron of um four leaf clovers <laughs> wink if i'm getting close <laughs> i'm i'm going to give it to you i'm going to give it to you so saint patrick's oh, really? day Yes, is a famous Irish cultural and religious celebration to commemorate the death of St. Patrick. Mm. Okay, yeah. I I maybe in some worlds could, yeah, get on board with giving me a point and in other scenarios, probably not. <laughs> I may be being generous, but, you know, I'm feeling – It's St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and you haven't had a drink to make you smarter yet. So, oh, God, that's true. That is super <laughs> accurate. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to kick me off with some facties? Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> I'm diving into the story here. Upon his return home from World War II in 1946, Dick Fangan went back to work as a journalist at the Oregon Journal, where his second floor off. Why are you already laughing? Did I say something weird? 
<laughs> Oregon? Dick Fagan. Oh, Dick Fagan, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a made-up name that it Bart does. Simpson would call Moe's Tavern with. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so his second-floor office overlooked what is now known to be uh, NATO Parkway. Amidst, amidst uh, ad- oh, God. <laughs> Admiss. I can't admit. I can't say that word. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Okay, so amongst, I'm just going to change the word all together. All the traffic, yeah. Oh, amidst. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there you go. Thank you. Um, it's because I am stone cold sober. <laughs> I mean, you're going to need a beer after this episode. <laughs> a green one. Okay, so outside his his window, there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of activity going on. But one piece of element in his view site that really fascinated him was a tiny hole that had been placed in the median for a light pole. So when he returned home from World War II, he um, he sat there and he's like looking at this hole in the median and couldn't like get it off his mind, right? Like any normal journalist would be fascinated with. So, so weird. Making that tiny hole in the ground. So, oh, yeah. He decided he actually wanted to go down to that hole and make it pretty. Like make it seem like a nice little tiny like park, right? So we went down there and he planted some flowers. And in his um, column in the Oregon Journal – he, he titled it Mill Ends, which like the regular piece of leftover lumber it was named for and started sharing interesting stories with this little park that he planted some flowers in. And then he started referencing leprechauns who lived in the park. And he started to elaborate on these stories about this leprechaun colony that lived in Mill Ends. <laughs> A.K.A. this tiny little hole that he planted some flowers in in the middle of a street. <laughs> so Fangan conveniently was the only person who could, who could see Patrick O'Toole, the leader of the leprechaun colony. And he was apparently – he would apparently speak to him often. And when the mayor of Portland proposed an 11 p.m. curfew on all city parks, Fangan published a response from O'Toole himself who threatened Uh a leprechaun curse upon the mayor. The leprechauns were subsequently allowed to stay. (laughs) This sounds like a Sarah thing to do. It is totally a Sarah tomfoolery thing to do. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pause there on our leprechaun colony and let you ask me some, uh, some questions. Okay. Which one of these items was not invented in Ireland. Okay. Color photography, Mm -hmm. the hypodermic syringe, Mm -hmm. the doorbell, the guided torpedo, the stethoscope. Oh, my God. There's a lot of choices there. (laughs) You need them again? I feel like the – Syringe was not invented in Ireland. Is that your final answer? 
Yes, final answer. Er, it's the doorbell. Oh my god. <laughs> Where was the doorbell invented? I don't know. I made it up and actually it was Simpsons inspired. So <laughs> Apparently, that's where my brain is today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's funny. (sighs) Yeah, because there's that episode where the doorbell gets stuck on and it's like, do, 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 do. And then Senor Doorbell comes and whips it and then his van dies and he can't get off. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) That's that's where that came from. Um, Okay, you want another one? Yes. Approximately how many people live in Ireland? Um, are you gonna give me numbers or I just have to like throw some out there? I kind of want to see where you start and then if you're like way off, then I will give you numbers. Okay. Well, here's the caveat. Numbers elude me. <laughs> I'm aware. You're horrible with dates and times. As am I. <laughs> and numbers. Um, yep. I don't know. A million? A, a million and a half? Okay. I, I'm going to take that answer. If you're, Do you feel confident in that answer? No. <laughs> okay. All right. So is it – okay. I feel like you got too close for Did me I to give you – Did I get in the ballpark? Like if, if – what's the ballpark range? Like maybe 200,000? <laughs> <laughs> this is – okay. So it's in the millions and I it's okay. just rounded to the millionth. Okay. Um, a million and one. <laughs> It's five million people. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so you were close enough that if I gave you, like, you know, was it five million, ten million, or fifteen? You were going to just choose five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have. But then I could have also tricked you, and I felt like I was being unfair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Life I is get hard. That. Our listeners might have not liked that too. Tricking me. <laughs> They always have the Christina back. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I actually don't have a ton of these. I only have like five left. Ooh, okay. So, so my chances are better that I'm going to win? Nope. Nope. That's not how the numbers work. Mm-mm. My chances are just as more likely that I'll lose or win as if you had double that. Uh, that's – I don't know if that's accurate. I'm horrible at numbers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we're trying. Be we're the, trying. We're getting better. Uh, we're, we're not getting better. We're not getting better. We're not, we're, we're, and we're not trying. <laughs> we're <laughs> – like, let's be honest with ourselves. Here. Oh, God. I like to think that I'm trying – I'm not I'm trying. I'm not trying. I'm not trying. Listen, I've got a calculator on my phone. I can ask Google what percentage is this in this number. It works out. Yeah. I ask Philippe all the time since he knows statistic information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can head into my story and dive okay. a little deeper into okay. – our world's tiniest leprechaun colony. 
It's so cute. Like I I I want to pull up his um column and like read about Patrick O'Toole. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. I know. Okay, so due to Fangan's Irish heritage, which by the way, he's Irish, I feel like with a name like Fangan, that makes so much sense. Um, and also, you know, the leprechauns who inhabited the park are, you know, descendants of Ireland. So Mills End Park became dedicated as such quite appropriately on March 17th, 1948. 28 years after its dedication, Mill Ends Park became an official city park in 1976, again, actually on St. Patrick's Day. And each year, various holiday-themed events take place on the site. (laughs) I'm telling you guys, it is tiny. (laughs) Like, I can just picture little tiny things being, you know, strewn around on this little (laughs) tiny park. So freaking cute. Um, Mill Ends Park measures just two square feet, which seems like an adequate size for what Fangan was fond of describing as the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland. And actually, Guinness Book of World Rec- Records has recognized it since 1971. So gosh, as the adorable. smallest park in the world. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess so. Or the only leprechaun colony west of Ireland. I'm not sure which one. Both accolades sound great. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it it. to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, The park has become something of a must-see oddity in Portland, and many residents and visitors have made their own contributions to its tiny little growth. (laughs) There is a tiny swimming pool with a butterfly diving board. (laughs) So cute. There's statues and there's a pint-sized Ferris wheel. Oh, God. Which, by the way, the Ferris wheel was delivered by a normal-sized crane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like tiny things make me feel so, like, cute rage. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so fluffy. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel inside. And I'm so sad I didn't visit. I've been to Portland so many freaking times. I think the next time I drive through there, this is like a must stop for me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back there at some point to visit Philippe's family. So you got to go. You got to go. Whoever goes first has to take a picture and we'll get it up on Instagram. Maybe we'll go at the same time. Oh my God. Maybe we would be there at the exact same time and then we could go to the park. Oh, maybe we could do a a Laughing with Gingers episode and broadcasting from the park. (laughs) How cute would that be? We need tiny microphones (laughs) and a tiny computer. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. Oh, my God. Okay, so in order to accommodate construction on the parkway where the park was actually at in 2006 – the park had to be moved temporarily, and it moved back in on March 16, 2007, the day before St. Patrick's Day, with bagpipers playing and Fangan's wife looking on since he had passed away in 1969. 
And then in December 2011, the Occupy Portland movement installed a flash mob of plastic army men and tiny signs at the park to illustrate their mission. One of the demonstrators, Cameron Scott Witten, was arrested when he refused to leave the park. <laughs> ah, it's so cute. A week before St. Patrick's Day in 2013, someone stole the park's one and only tree. So sad. But they actually returned it one week later on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like there would be riots. I know. There would be riots. It's the only tree that park has. Don't take it away. Where will they find shade? I know. Listen, leprechauns probably sunburn really easily. I mean, if they're anything like us, yeah. I know. Listen, I've got a a little description of leprechauns. I'll save it maybe after the break. We can read it, but I'll describe leprechauns and the legends of them so we can get – just we can get to know them at a deeper level. Okay. Okay. Are you ready cool. for another question? I am. Okay. Is the capital of Ireland Dublin, Cork, or Galway? Oh god, I feel like this is like a trick question. Because I feel like Dublin's the most famous town, but is that the capital? It's like how everyone thinks, you know, LA is the capital of California. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make sense that Sacramento is the capital. <sighs> okay. What were the other two? Not Dublin. What were the other two? <laughs> Cork and Galway. Okay, I'm going to say Galway. Er, it's God. Dublin. <laughs> I was. <laughs> oh, I, and hook, line, and sinkered it. <laughs> ah, crap. But they are all cities. Yeah. Um, well, I did that. <laughs> I did choose places that are cities. Also, I've been to all of those places. <laughs> I have not ever been to Ireland. I've been a whole bunch of times. Um, mm. I've been once in the last few years, but I think I've probably been like seven or eight times total. Mm. I got to get there. It's part of – it's like my heritage. My brother did that 21 and Me thing. We're definitely Irish. <laughs> yeah, we are too. Um, shock on laughing with gingers. This is this is where all of our listeners are like mind blown. <laughs> I know. They don't seem like they're from Ireland. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <sighs> oh man! Oh my goodness! Um, Yeah, Ireland is awesome. One of the really cool things, so I know a lot of weird Irish facts that are not on this, but um, so because of where Ireland originally came from, um, it has two very different climates. So it has tundra and it has tropical climate um, Mm. because it moved, you know, with the plate tectonics, it's moved north. So it has like some tundra, but it started where it was like tropical. So it's very different. Like one is like a cooler, wetter – well, I guess not necessarily wetter because tropical can be wet too. But um, 
like it's very rare to see those two um, environments in the same place. Mm-hmm. Love it. It'd be like having a palm tree and a polar bear. Yeah. A sure. polar bear climbing a palm tree. You're not. You're not too it. far up. <laughs> polar bears are more in the Arctic, but um, yeah, you're not far. Yeah, I get the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, on that note, should we take a break? Yeah. You want to know where you are on points? I think I'm losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can pick it up. <laughs> you got this. You got this. And we will be right back for Christina to swoop in and just kill it from here on out on <laughs> Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I, of course, am Sarah Alipin and my co-host and partner in crime and, and pizza shamrock uh, aficionado, mm, um, mm-hmm. who I wish was here in real life, <laughs> Christina Curry is joining me virtually. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So here's a fun fact about the four leaf clover. There are approximately 10,000 three leaf clovers for every one lucky four-leaf clover, which is why they're so rare. I've never found one. Not that I go spend my weekends looking for them, but. So I have this, um, I photographed um, a wedding like a couple years ago with this couple who um, happens to be my best friend's uh, little brother. Mm. And so, uh, which was specific especially fun for me. Um, Mm. But so she finds four-leaf clovers everywhere she goes. She found one on the wedding day while we were taking photos. She just found one in Patagonia while she was there. She finds them everywhere. She has like a laser sense of it. It's bananas. That's so crazy. Well, tell her the next time you talk to her that the four-leaf clovers are said to stand for faith, hope, love, and luck. I love it. Um, speaking of, by the way, weddings, can I show you this? Um, I got a wedding invitation. Can you read that? Mr. and Mrs. Sarah Allipin. And I feel like I'm fucking winning right now. You are winning the marriage game 100%. I love that so much. (laughs) Who did that? And I want to meet them. <laughs> oh my god! I just am so happy. I saw it on the. It came in the mail today, and I saw it, and it was right before we recorded. And I just could not have been more delighted. I um, love it. Why don't people do that more? <laughs> Why is it always the man? But it just. I am delighted. I am. Yeah. I could not be happier. Yeah. I cannot wait for Philippe to come home to show him. Oh, my and God. You have be... to tell me what his reaction is. Oh, my God. He's just not even going to be amused. He's going to just be like, okay. Yep. Yep. He totally is. He's going to be like – he might not even say okay. He might just like shrug and then yeah, start cooking he'll... dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh boy. Okay. Um, which famous person does not come from Ireland? Oh God. Oscar Wilde, James Joyce, Mary Robinson, Russell Crowe, or Maureen O'Hara, or yeah, that's it. Okay, like half those people, I don't even know who they are. But I'm going to say Oscar Wilde. Oh, God. Damn it. He comes from Ireland? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know no idea. Um, so Russell Crowe is Australian. Oh, I thought he was Irish. I truly thought that was a gimme. Oh my god, no! I just in my brain, I was like, "Oh yeah, he has an accent. It's probably an Ireland, or like an Ireland accent," and like discredit it as being nothing but from Ireland. <laughs> god, I am. I do not have the luck of the Irish on my side today. <laughs> oh man, I wish you did though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. How many do you have left? I only have two. I have my little tale of the leprechaun folklore. <laughs> okay, I'll give you one more and then you can um and then you can uh tell me that. Describe just tell tell you my the the lore, the folklore. Yes. Sound good? You got it. You got All it. All right. All right. Which traditional Irish music instrument was adopted as a logo by Guinness? Guinness, like the beer or the world record? Both the same. So Guinness made the Guinness Book of World Records in order to prevent bar fights. That's where it came from. Because people would say, no, so-and-so did that, or I'm the one who – like has the most solo cups stored in their cabinet. Oh, um, so they're like we're putting it out into the public so this can be settled right away. They're yep. like the Google of of non-Google. Of bar trivia. But then or or is this the beer or does that company but own the they're beer? They're the same. Uh Guinness the beer company owns the Guinness Book of World Records or at least oh, that's I where they started. No idea. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're talking about both. Got it. And we're talking about a musical instrument? A traditional musical instrument. So think of the logo. Oh, okay, okay. So is it a lute, a piano, or a harp? Mm, I I feel like it's like – Ring, ring. Like, is that the harp? I think it's a harp. Yes, that's the harp. <laughs> yeah. Coming in at the very end with a win. Uh, yeah, you are. You've got, yeah, you got another win. Um, we've another got one or left. my first? <laughs> Your second. <laughs> oh, okay. That's better than I thought I was doing. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. You want to share your folklore with me and then I'll do my last question? 
Yep. All right. So the red-haired, green-clothed leprechaun is obviously commonly associated with St. Patrick's Day. The original Irish name for these little folklore figures is, I'm totally, it, it's Loberistian. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right. I honestly have no idea. First of all, it, Irish is a very difficult language to pronounce. So hard, right? It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's similar to leprechaun. <laughs> and uh, the meaning is small-bodied fellow. And the belief in leprechauns stems from the Celtic belief in fairies, which fairies are the tiny men and women who could use their magical powers to serve good or evil. So the Celtic folks said that leprechauns were actually cranky souls that were responsible for mending the shoes of these fairies. (laughs) (laughs) Which cracks me up. No wonder they're cranky. Oh, my God. They are principally a roguish trickster figure who cannot be trusted and will deceive whenever possible. A typical tale of leprechaun trickery goes like this. And it concerns a man who managed to get a leprechaun to show him the bush in the field where his treasure was located. Because remember, there are treasures at the end of the rainbow kind of deal. Having no shovel, the man marked the tree with one of his red garters, then kindly released the sprite and went on for a shovel. He returned and almost instantly found that every one of the trees in the field sported a red garter. (laughs) Little trickster monk. Also, they're only male leprechauns. And so I Googled, well, how are leprechauns reproducing if there's only male male leprechauns? Like, how do they procreate? What exactly did you Google? What what was it that you typed into the search bar? Um, I think where do leprechauns come from if there's only males or maybe I said like how do they procreate or something I don't know the exact term um please check your browser history okay (laughs) so there's no record of female leprechauns and obviously therefore no way to procreate in the traditional sense but some sources claim that leprechauns are the unwanted children of the fairy community Which makes sense because the unwanted children are like kicked out of the fairy community and like made to make shoes for the for the fairies, <laughs> the other fairies. <laughs> Which just cracks me up so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So that's the folklore and how they procreate. <laughs> or don't. Oh also, my that's gosh. probably why they're cranky is there are no women leprechauns. <laughs> that, that, that would be hard if you were um if you were the kind of guy that likes a lady. I know. If you're a straight leprechaun, you're having a bad time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're taking care of all the work yourself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're cranky and, and a little prankster monk. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Give me the last question. Let's see if I get this. Okay. This one's a fill in the blank. Oh, God. Those are always so hard. Saint blank is said to have brought Christianity to Ireland. Saint Patrick? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. 
That seems like the obvious answer. I'm just going to say it, but like it's probably not. Eh. I almost gave you a list, but I was like, she's never going to get it because she's going to do the same thing she just did with Dublin and she'll Yeah, I'm going to be like, no, St. Patrick's is totally a gimme. She's tricking me. It's really Mary Magdalene. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So I got got three out of ten. You got three little green shirts. And I got four pieces of pizza. Okay. So you got a lucky four-leaf clover and I got just like the regular three-leaf. Shamrock. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone out there. And thank you for joining us today on our extra special St. Patrick's Day episode on Laughing with Gingers. And we are so happy that you're listening to our silly little podcast. And um, yeah, if you have any fun stories that you would like to share with us about being a redhead, we are still collecting those. So send them our way. We would love to hear your stories, weird experiences, weird shit people say to you, um, whatever it is that you have, send it over. Yeah, I just got that, does the carpet match the drapes comment last weekend. Can we just stop with that already? Just stop. Who, like, who? I just don't understand. It's just not funny. It's awkward. Like, who just walks around and asks people about their pubic hair? I know. I know. I don't know. Oh, my God. All right. And get access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag, special events, access to us, and more starting at just $3. Check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. And by the way, I didn't tell you where to send those stories. You can send them to us on Instagram over at laughingwithgingers, and we will post all kinds of fun stuff from today. Christina will post the uh, tiny leprechaun park. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe a picture of her in that shirt. I, 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 who knows what she'll post. She might who post knows? anything. Anything's possible. It's truly anything is possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and tune in to Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times. Bye. Bye. Audio Podcast Network.